Talk Radio. This is Free Talk Live, Talk Radio that you control. Take control of the airwaves, 855-450-3733. With you tonight, it's Aria, Michael, and Mark. And of course, the big news going around still is all about Jeffrey Epstein, the... yeah. The billionaire or millionaire? It depends on who you ask. He's probably been a billionaire at one point and now more than a millionaire. At the very least, is no longer counted among the living, although whether or not he's actually dead... Actually uh, resumed uh, room temperature. Seems to be in contention Yes, there's there's some people that don't believe that today. Before we go on, I think that we need... As the United States dollar devalues, uh, we probably need to come up with some better terms other than millionaire and billionaire. Well, those those mean what they mean. I mean, it's a million dollars versus a billion dollars. But those, the, you're right. Those are moving targets because, well, inflation. They're taking your money away. Well, they're moving targets because assets, uh, you know, are what they are. Right? Like the house you own today may, in a year, be worth uh, a half of what it is. Or at least we've seen that. Um, but also, it's just sort of useless terminology. You have millionaire, multimillionaire, and billionaire, right? I mean, these are the terms to describe how much money someone has. Sure. So we have a term to describe somebody with $1 million, a term to describe somebody with at least $2 million, and a term to describe somebody with uh, $1,000 million. Is that right? That's right. Is that how, how you describe this? So That's right. you could have 999 million dollars i think most people would call such a person a billionaire fine 700 million dollars probably should not be described in the same way as somebody with two million dollars i would agree so maybe i've heard a term called deca millionaire okay like a decameter Right. And then, uh, you know, there's something beyond that is a hecta. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, for a hundred. Um, hecta or centa, maybe. I haven't heard a ter- this term used, but we're at least getting into some ballparks here. Um, you sure. Know? But I mean, you know, with uh, people who are dealing in the hundreds of millions of dollars, um, th- their variation is probably enough that they'll lose 10 or 15 million dollars overnight. You know? Yeah. I mean, in the stock market, yeah, things could the- have a bad day and then... <laughs> They're down, they're up. Well, whether he was a millionaire, multimillionaire, hectamillionaire, or billionaire, or whatever, he had a lot of money. He had oh, enough yes. money to own-ish an estate in New York, probably multiple, some in Florida, and his own hectamillionaire. It's there. Private Somebody called island. it that. His own private island, which was just raided by the FBI, it would seem. So that should have interesting details. What's going around in Facebook right now? or the social media world in general, is this new conspiracy theory that the person who was willed out dead was not, in fact, Jeffrey Epstein. And right. they they have highlighted uh, the uh, curved nose and the ears. I don't know what exact ear feature those would be called, but they've highlighted those two parts of the body. So, see, it can't possibly be the same person. Yeah, I I saw pictures on Facebook, mind you. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, do not believe the things that you necessarily see on Facebook. But I don't think that you can necessarily disregard them either. I don't know. I cannot prove that the picture that was taken of the man with the sort of curved nose, as opposed to Jeffrey Epstein's nose, which is 
clearly not curved in any picture prior to that, right. was a picture of Jeffrey Epstein being wheeled out of the county jail, which would then therefore not be Jeffrey Epstein being wheeled out of the county jail. But Well, I can say with as much certainty as can be done with somebody who isn't trained to do this sort of thing, the images being carted around on social media are not of the same person. Now, the big question for me is whether or not that person on the right, the one with the curved nose and the different ear and all of that, is even supposed to have been a picture of allegedly Epstein as he was being wheeled out, or somebody just found a random picture on the internet. Or is either picture of Jeffrey Epstein. Now, we saw the same thing with the Dayton shooter, uh, the El Paso shooter. Some people just took the same guy and claimed that this same person was all three shooters, even though they looked you know, similar, but yep. not not identical. Those and people did look similar, it. which is um, interesting. Uh, the, both sure. the, those pictures look similar. I didn't, you know, they, they clearly weren't the same person. But I think what they were trying to say with that picture is, is look, look, incels, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and for those that don't know, that's a, in, the involuntary celibate uh, Internet trolls that uh, you become know, Nazis. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because they can't get women, which frustrates them. It, you know, you saw pictures of the guys. The pictures that I saw are guys that may have some trouble getting women. Yes. Just saying. I, I would agree they with made, that assessment. They didn't look like people who had the sort of um, personality type to overcome the difficulty that they might have getting women, um, or at least multiples of them, uh, you know. So, yeah, that's going to be an issue. But they're alpha males, Mark. They identify as alpha males. Who doesn't? In the same way that (laughs) I identify as a female, right? Yes. Uh, (laughs) Anybody running around here calling themselves an alpha male probably isn't um, first. But who doesn't? Right. So who wants to think of themselves as whatever isn't an alpha male? I don't know. I've heard the term beta cuck before, um, but (laughs) that's one of their favorites for sure. I don't know what that means either. Presumably in a wolf pack, you're talking about, I don't know, what, seven males? And is the second one beta or are they all the rest of them betas? I think uh, in nature, all the rest of them are considered betas, at least in most you know, herds and packs. What is so bad be. about being the beta if six out of seven wolves are? Well, these six out of seven wolves aren't getting laid. That's true. Wolves, uh, only male wolves uh, have sex and female alphas too. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't work for humans because women can have sex anytime they want generally, not with whom they want. But they can sure. um, like like I'd like to make the example if a woman and I uh, start knocking on doors here on this block, we go five doors. I'm going to be in jail and she's going to be in the bedroom and we just say, hey, want to have sex? You know, as we knock on the door. Right. Sorry, I missed a part of my joke. Um, yeah. So if we just knock on the door and say, hi, I want to have you want to have sex um, that I will be in jail in five doors. Likely this is true in three, but I'm just going ahead and being generous. And in five doors, she will be inside. She'll probably get something thrown at her by a wife um, and, you know, a few uh, doors in. But whatever. Interesting. Well, I mean, I guess it would depend on um, which gender you were targeting in your request to have sex. I, I imagine, to think- Yeah. And which direction you go and what time of day. I would say this, though, that if we both target women... And we knock on 10 doors, the same is still true. I would agree. And now you may have to bump up as far as uh, attractiveness goes, but still, you know, the social capital of women when it comes to sexuality, significantly higher than that of men. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a reason that, you know, um, pictures of women's anatomy is considered a premium on the internet where yeah. you can actually sell it right. versus the, you know, pictures of men's anatomy is a felony. Yeah. I don't know if it is it a felony. Send it to the wrong people. True. Mm. Look, but I just th- took a picture of this, thought you might want to see it. Um, yeah, that's a problem. That would be true for women as well, though. It's just less likely to just be less likely. enforced. Yeah. Yeah. Significantly less likely. Right. Which, you know, it's good i have I been guess. sent unsolicited pictures of women's bodies and have never called the police i, I wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't i don't know how to respond to that i've, I've never received been sent pictures of uh, you've got you've got I, one on us i, I received well, dozens. I, i'm a nationally syndicated talk show host and have been for almost 20 years now so i've had a larger opportunity for that to happen okay I in one you. circumstance i can say i know that it that the parts that I was taking that were taking pictures of belonged to the person because there was a face that I had recognized. Interesting. I don't believe I've ever received any unsolicited pics of females, but I received dozens of unsolicited male anatomy pictures. Yep, they're easier to get from every what I single week. It's it's not even that they're easier to get. Uh, be- I have never because then that. you have to actually <laughs> seek them out. But right? I'm sure I'll get it by the end of the day. It's just that. Men distribute them. Not all men, sure, but a certain type of man just distributes them like they're Do they going think it does style. anything good? I don't know what they think. I mean, okay. I don't know who even wants to see that. There, there are very few occasions where. Which makes the point. <laughs> where a person would be like, ooh, I'm so glad I received this picture randomly while I'm at work or whatever. 855 450 This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. That number's 855-450-3733. Call and talk about whatever you'd like. Again, that's 855-450-FREE, as in freedom. With you tonight, it's Aria. Michael. And Mark. And we've already got it going. We've got Ratspeed, who is calling in. Ratspeed, you are on Free Talk Live. Hello, hello, everyone. How are you? Doing good. What's on your mind? Good. Well, I have no idea what today's topic is about. I know that on Saturday you guys were talking a bit about Epstein. We're talking about Jeffrey just, Epstein right now. Epstein. Oh, perfect timing then. Yeah, it's hard not, not to talk about him. You're not going to believe this. Okay. If they're Okay, I'll just say it. Guess who they guess who the Epstein Epstein legal defense team has on hand hired privately? To handle the uh, the overseeing of the autopsy, overseeing Michael, the autopsy. I don't Michael know. Baden. Michael who? Michael Baden. Who is that? He is the person who oversaw the autopsy for John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King. Huh. Where did they dig I him out of? Not, he's eighty-three years old. He's still in practice. He's actually used for hosts for things like uh, HBO's Autopsy. He's kind of like one of those, you know, kind of like how you when when someone rich uh, needs a, an attorney, you hire one of those pop star attorneys. Yep. Well, he's a he's a pop star autopsy guy. Autopsy guy. So if if they're trying to keep this from looking like a conspiracy, they are failing failing miserably. miserably right. Like the guy that <laughs> um, you know was there for the JFK autopsy is going to be the one that I would least want there. 
you would think you they, would just have a reporter. They hired him privately. They he's from New York. Epstein was from New York. I, Problem solved, right? That's crazy. I I, I have nothing. Yeah, right. I have nothing. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there, and this is not a conspiracy theory. It's, you can actually go on the news, and Fox and everyone is covering this. How he's the one who's withholding the information, saying that they need more information about the you know that if this is inconclusive. This yeah, is I a saw, good. I saw I saw a story earlier today. I only had time to read the headline, but it said the autopsy result was inconclusive. Yeah, yeah. He Baden's the one that came up with that. Well, if that part at least good- seems to be relatively standard, that when they do an autopsy, it becomes inconclusive. But you've got to imagine, if somebody you know, hangs themselves to death, it, it should be pretty conclusive what killed them. Well, um, it should be yeah. obvious. Maybe, if they hung themselves to death, but if they were just found at the end of a rope, not exactly yeah. conclusive. So, I think this I was- is a good idea, the same way that dumping Osama bin Laden's uh, body in the ocean was a good idea. I mean, I, <laughs> it's like they wanted to create a conspiracy theory. I, I was watching Secular Talk earlier. He's another person that I follow along with. I don't believe in all of the policies that he believes in, but he keeps it he keeps it real. Anyway, he was talking about how uh, an inmate that had been in this facility was talking about it is virtually impossible to commit suicide even when you're not on suicide watch because of the way that the place is built. Well, that's generally true uh, in all prisons. Hopefully that's how they're yeah. building them, yeah. They don't have the, the ceilings are about eight to nine feet tall. They don't have anything to hang from. You only need three inches. This is the part that I that I sort of wonder about about all of this is that first off, people who aren't in jail and haven't been there for a long time don't understand how to kill themselves in jail. Although you may hang, your, you may use a piece of rope around your neck. Hanging isn't exactly the right term. Um, it's more like a tourniquet for your yeah. neck. And somehow so, self-strangulate yourself. Right, yeah. self-strangulate yourself. And and that works. It, and supposedly it's a lot less difficult than hanging yourself. I mean, getting a, uh, making a rope that is going to be successful in killing you um, from hanging is a lot harder than making a rope that will just cut off the blood flow to your head. Sure. Well, who knows? I mean, I hear he was a kinky guy. Maybe he was just trying to get some stress relief out. It's a possibility. Anyway. <laughs> that has been floated on the air here. <laughs> Of course. I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I'm, I'll listen in on you, on your guys' show, but uh, yeah, just wanted thanks. to throw that out. Well, thanks, Ratsby, for the call. I don't, I don't know about his kinks and all of that, and I've never attempted to hang myself in jail anyway. But as far as killing yourself goes, that's, I mean, that's probably the only option you're going to get in jail is sort of self strangulation kind of thing. Yeah, but it's it's not very effective as far as suicide methods go. Why not? You've got to really want to do it. Yeah, I mean, you could, I guess what I my thought would be, again, I haven't done this, and I've just heard about how to do it in, in prison. So um, what you, you kind of tie it to the end of your bunk, and then you lay on the bunk, and then kind of scoot down until it just cuts off blood flow. Right. And Well, I, the, the, the issue with that is you're going to pass out first. Uh, death yes. is going to take several hours. It's not going to To pass quick. out? Uh, no, to go from unconscious to death. Okay, no. with the blood flow cut off to your brain. Hmm. I don't know how cut off it will be, but okay. yeah, you're going to suffer brain damage. But it's still going to take several hours, at the very least, for you to actually die. At night, you presumably have eight hours. Oh, absolutely. To get this done, 
um, you know, the way they do counts in jail, unless it's changed somehow. I mean, on Suicide Watch, they'll wake you up and make you bang, 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 bang on the door. And then that's one of the biggest, you know, false pieces of evidence being floated around this that he somehow killed himself on Suicide Watch. He was not on Suicide Watch. That in and of itself is a problem that he was not on Suicide Watch. It's an enormous problem. That's how we know that the jail officials or the whatever level was responsible for this was complicit in his death. Either because they were paid to take him off a suicide watch or because they were just negligent yep. or what? A lazy, whatever it is. Incompetent. But as other people have pointed out, there there's very few people in the American prison system who were more in danger of being murdered or committing suicide than Epstein. Yeah. And still it happened. Yes. Which isn't really a surprise to me. I would have been stunned. His, and that death is about the most convenient uh, death of the decade, right? Yeah. If not the new millennium. Oh, absolutely. So Jeffrey Epstein dying is really convenient for people who call themselves princes, people who call themselves governor, people who call themselves, uh, you know, captains of industry, you know, people, all kinds of very rich, powerful people went when he died. Yeah. All sorts of powerful people who had the capacity to make this sort of thing happen. And let's not forget that stories about Epstein yeah, finally brought about this arrest, but they were going on for years and no one cared. Years and yeah. no one cared. Well, and I don't know if it was that no one cared. I guess I would have had to they be. They didn't get traction. How's that? Yeah, okay. Because he was in wasn't. jail for this previously. Yeah, um, I mean, it was a slap of the hand kind of jail, but yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the same government that he's been in bed with since before all of this started was the one who handed him his deal yep. that saw him seeing no jail time. And, you know, just violating protocol all around. And then that person who gave him that deal ended up working in the Trump administration. And this guy stayed in the United States, which baffles me. Um, But I kind of feel like it looks a lot like an ex post facto violation, even though they claim, no, 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 everything's fine here. Yeah, that was a different jurisdiction and we can just bring up charges over here, even though he's been convicted over there. Weird. It, It is weird. It does seem like he would be in violation of some sort of double jeopardy law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except that you know he evidently continued doing it, so those were new offenses, new victims, new charges, as I understand it. Anyway, being found not guilty of one murder doesn't you know make it legal for you to go out and commit more. Free Talk Live. I'm a little obsessed with My Magic Mud. Several years ago, I met Jessica Armand, the founder and CEO of My Magic Mud, and I didn't even know my teeth were coffee-stained. A week's worth of use convinced me, and now I use it every three or four days. It's clinically proven to whiten teeth, and I think it cleans better, too. My Magic Mud's available at most local health food stores, Sprouts, Natural Grocers, CVS, Walmart's Natural Beauty Isle, but I can get it for you for 20% off with coupon code FTL20 at MyMagicMud.com. FTL20 MyMagicMud.com. This is Free Talk Live. Talk about whatever is on your mind. Give us a call at 855-450-3733. Take control of the airwaves. With you tonight, it's Aria. Michael. And Mark. And we've been talking about Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. The To be specific. Yeah, the convicted pedophile, child rapist, and just generally awful person. I mean, these are... 
what? Adolescent rapist. Okay. Then. Yeah. Okay. You are correct. Post-pubescent uh, women, young women. Yeah. The, uh, most of the allegations I've seen dealt with him, dealt with his victims being uh, 14 years old. 14 and 15 seem to be pretty common numbers. Yeah. Yep. And of course, he, you know, was friends with Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, uh, a prince of the United Kingdom, a prince of Saudi Arabia, if I remember correctly, and just generally high-ranking government officials throughout the world. Lots of rich and powerful people. I, I want to make a quick defense on my statement as far as child versus uh, teenager. I think this Here is important go. because um, I was I spent some time in a youthful offender prison, and that youthful offender prison contained young men between the ages of 12 and 26. The Florida state government and many governments uh, around the United States and around the world think it's fine to throw somebody in jail for actions that they commit when they're 14 or 15. Not to say they're not, I'm not claiming, it's not me claiming that they're not responsible for their actions. What I'm saying is, is that if a 14 or 15 year old young lady decides to have sex, sometimes even with somebody who's only just a couple few years older then that person is a sexual predator and she is an innocent victim i i agree with your assessment of the situation and i think what you're getting at is that that situation is is wrong i just don't know i mean like i think we're talking about responsibility here and one wishes to you know to use age as this responsibility factor if the same 14 or 15 year old young lady decides that she wants to have sex with somebody who is uh, somewhat significantly younger than her say 12 11 year old young man or woman it doesn't really matter then she's going to be considered the sexual predator herself so we just need better guidelines than what we have out here so here we have well now they're responsible now they're not now they are and we use age as this uh, arbiter and it gets very bizarre i'm not a fan of using age as that sort of metric because i think that you know um, maturity is going to be a function of experience and although experience correlates to some degree with age it's not universal no so you'll end up with some 14 year olds who are more mature than some 24 year olds and vice versa so I don't find age to be a particularly reliable metric, but I realize, you know, it's it, it makes people comfortable to have this sort of hard thing they don't have it's to think about. It's been laid out for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a one-size-fits-all thing, and that's how government works. Right, and most 66-year-old men don't have access to many dozens, if not hundreds, of um, you know young women ages 14 through 17 or whatever was going on there. Um so they feel safe in vilifying Epstein in that circumstance. I mean, like, it's okay, he's a bad guy. And I think he is a bad guy. I would agree. But, um, you know, it doesn't surprise me that rich and powerful men use their wealth and power to avail themselves of uh, biological adult women. Um, you know, they're young, but... You know, young's considered desirable in other every other circumstance as long as it's that sure, young is above about, the age of eighteen. Yeah, and until about a century ago, it was considered desirable even in that circumstance. Right, sultans were likely doing something very similar to this, but and Absolutely. you know we don't talk about that at all. So, 
I would agree. I, I think that's a main, I don't know if it's a main part, but uh, biologically speaking, you know, that drive to procreate and all of that, I think it ultimately is what is motivating so many of these people to be rich and powerful in the first place. Right. I would, I would agree with you completely on that, is that a lot of wealthy men probably not as many wealthy women but a lot of wealthy men are driven to that by their desire to you know find multiple mates and um you know do what they do with mates and they're going to obviously want the mates that are most desirable because that's what people want and for whatever reason our society says this is desirable but you may have it I think I think you're right about Epstein being driven by uh, the desire to procreate because we did hear last week that he he had this plan to seed the world with his DNA. There you go. You remember hearing about that? I don't remember that part, but I would I would like to hear what he thinks is um, so grand about his DNA. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously he's a billionaire. He his DNA must be good, right? Well, I, I think that there's an argument for that, right? He figured out at in the modern world one of the really great sort of coping mechanisms out there is the ability to make lots of money and if you could some if that's genetic i don't know that there's any proof for that but if that's genetic then that's a good thing i think on average it probably would be genetic because diligence and creativity all of that is probably going to be to some degree genetic and those things on average or will net i think intelligence is probably genetic i don't know about diligence that sounds like something that's that's learned Interesting. I don't I've never given enough thought. Okay. Let's go into the phone. So we've got Noah calling in from Arkansas. Noah, what is on your mind? You're on Free Talk Live. I wanted to correct uh, that gentleman earlier who was speaking about the Epstein murder, uh, about the cell hanging himself. It, it's impossible. There's nothing to hang on. I've seen the inside of the cells. Well, we I, know Suicide Watch, they have cameras everywhere in the cell, and there's nothing to hang yourself on. They that, paper, well, two things. Paper underwear. Epstein was not on Suicide Watch, and as Mark, to the news. The same cell as he, was he in the same cell as when he was on Suicide Watch or no? I, this is the thing: is is that none of us were there, so we can only just repeat what the right. news says. I mean, and we, we can actually say uh, pretty. Uh, at least as according to the news, no, he was not in that same cell because yeah. that cell has video monitoring 24-7 and the cell in which he was found dead did not have internal video monitoring. Right. He had been moved to what they call the special housing unit, which is the federal government's uh, version of solitary. Yeah, uh, I grew up here in Arkansas. The Clintons, they are known for what they do. And I would just... The first word I thought of when I found out that Jeffrey Epstein uh, was was dead was the the first word that came into my mind was Hillary. So, (laughs) you know, zero doubt. We're not fooled out here, people. Y'all listening? We are not fooled. You are a bunch of murderers, and uh, your day in in court is coming. But uh, but thanks for taking my call. I would agree entirely. Uh, Thank you for the call, Noah. You know, they are all by definition. Everyone within the state apparatus is a murderer. To yeah. some degree. They're either a murderer by or their own hands or they're an accomplice to those murders. I don't know. Um, I don't. I think the, it, the body count around Hillary, however, is unusually high. There Has anyone actually sat down to think about just how many people commit suicide around Hillary? Knowing <laughs> anyone who's in a, been in a plane accident is an amazing thing. Knowing five people who have been in separate plane accidents is statistically really unlikely. Now, if you're wealthier, you're going to know more people with their own planes. Sure. So that's going to drive that number up. I 
I think it's, you know, uh, this first chart that they came up with, like the people who've died around Hillary, um, I think is interesting, uh, an interesting bit of Internet uh, work. But I, I, I don't know what I think about it all. I think it's all very, very interesting. Th- that is exactly and how I feel about that it. That <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's death is the most convenient death of the new millennium. And I hope that mine isn't the next most convenient death. I remember, you know, I woke I wake up late. So it was like two o'clock in the afternoon when I woke up and I looked on You're the yawning. internet <laughs> and I saw that, you know, Epstein was dead. My, the first thing out of my mouth was, well, he's either A, on his way to Tijuana or Cambodia or somewhere else where he can disappear and live off of $10 million for the rest of his life, yep. banging all the 12-year-old hookers he wants, or he was murdered. And that is a... I, I didn't consider the notion that he might have been, you know, somehow ferret, spirited away, but I guess... If you think that money is going to solve all kinds of problems, he's got enough money to solve all those problems. There is a certain sense to it. It could have happened. He could pay those uh, the, the guards that snuck him out enough that they wouldn't have to work for the rest of their lives yep. and still not feel it. 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. Give us a call at 855-450-3733. Again, that's 855-450-FREE, as in freedom. With you tonight, it's Aria. Michael. And Mark. And... But, but, no, no, you, you please tell us about... Aria, you should talk about local.bitcoin.com. But I, I was going to... Okay. I'm headed off to see Roger Veer of Bitcoin.com, and I'm excited to do that here in the very near future. This should be my last show until I return. And I think Bitcoin.com is just it's a very important site because not only can you find out about cryptocurrency there and acquire Bitcoin cash there and get a wallet and they have sort of the the very best tutorials, easily access tutorials for people who know nothing. And it's a great site for people who know lots of things because they have a news uh, aspect. They have um, they have incentives for programmers to get involved in the Bitcoin Cash community. They've got they're a one-stop shop. They've just recently opened up an exchange, and they have a local exchange, which you know a great deal about, Aria. Yeah, they have local.bitcoin.com. Um, it's a trading platform allowing people to buy and sell Bitcoin Cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or just meeting in person with cash. The best part is that there are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site. And all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. And the keys to these chats get deleted seven days after the trade closes. So after seven days, all of those details are gone. And that's wonderful. And finally, we have a trading platform that actually respects our privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started taking Bitcoin Cash. There's no KYC. There are more payment methods than you can even imagine. And it's all encrypted. Go check it out. It's local.bitcoin.com. I absolutely love the site. It was just banned in China and Russia, evidently. <laughs> banned in it's China. That, it's that good. I, I'm banned in Japan. Yeah, you are. Is that going to affect your trip in the coming days? I'm not going to Japan. I know you're not going to Japan, but won't the same rule apply in... No. Okay. 
Uh, Japan and a few other countries, Canada, Australia, they have rules regarding convicted felons just showing up on their doorstep. But the vast majority (laughs) of countries don't seem to have that problem. I think it's a fair risk because what we don't find a great deal of is convicted felon commits crime in foreign country. You don't see that headlight very often. And so I don't know what they're Unless they're congressional officials. They're probably not convicted felons then. They're probably not getting caught either. Yeah. They yeah. should be considered. Sure. They're felons, but not convicted. <laughs> they should be considered <laughs> as one considers a convicted felon, but they don't. And that's unfortunate because as we're hearing now in regard to Jeffrey Epstein, and again, all of this is speculation. There's no hard facts. And I was arguing with a previous for a, a co-host of Call to Freedom about this. That would be Tom Gray, who was saying, you know, no, the big tragedy here is that people kill themselves in prison all the time. I'm like, dude. You are focusing on this suicidal prison thing, and you and, and I get it that you know you want to pretend to be raising suicide awareness or whatever, but you're missing the point here that this this convicted pedophile billionaire was friends with previous presidents, the current president, countless congressional officials, governors, princes, kings, bishops, popes, and. I have seen multiple articles and uh, heard, you know, these these uh, journalists running around, uh, you know, out there on television and radio, basically saying the effect of, hey, 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 we don't have any. You're not supposed to believe this. Everybody, I, by that, I mean many, many, many people are ready to believe. Uh, I would say a large percentage of the U.S. population is ready to believe right now that something, that we aren't being told something very important about Epstein's death. So, you know... I don't know anyone who believes that he actually killed himself. I don't know if he killed himself or not, but I wouldn't say that he did it without um, luck. I keep calling it the most convenient death because... It's so convenient, and it doesn't take a genius to be, just follow the money here. Who benefits? These are the questions one needs to ask when something happens. And Literally, the people who benefit are the people responsible for setting up, overseeing, and maintaining the federal prison system. Yes, that, that, that is also true. So we had this convicted felon, this pedophile, as the media labels him, yep. who had dirt on the Many prominent members of the state. And just before he could roll on them, he dies. He dies. Yes. Yeah. That's 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 the textbook definition of convenient. That is darn convenient. Now I've heard people speculate that he's, you know, foreign intelligence. I think there's some you know, there's a there's a couple of good arguments for that. The I mean Epstein think, was foreign? Yeah, think about this for a second. What if he was out there, say, put out by a foreign intelligence agency? You just pick. Um, you know, but there's a few of Mossad. them out there. There's one. <laughs> so let's let's pick the Mossad. His last name is Epstein. That sells holds some level of uh, value. So um, they want to get dirt on important people. You, we already talked about the likelihood that rich and powerful men would be duped into having sex with young women. So I don't know how hard it would be to dupe them. Well, I mean, I don't even know if dupe is the right term. Uh, lured. So this is the lured. honey. This is the honeypot thing, right? Yeah. Sure. So they're lured into having sex with young women, and now it doesn't matter who the young women are. They don't need to be Mossad agents or anything like that. So long as now we can say this guy did this thing on this plane at this time, and we have video of it, and we'll right. just hold on to that until we need it otherwise. So I'm just asking you this. 
Do you think that you could turn a video of Bill Clinton having sex with a woman who is clearly under the age of consent on the Lolita Express into money or influence? Do you think you could do that? Oh, absolutely. I know I could. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so now we have Jeffrey Epstein, which we are now to presume is so foolish that he would let something as valuable as a former president of the United States, uh, you know, in in flagrant delicti with a pre- uh, post-pubescent young lady who cannot consent according to the law, and I'm just supposed to say, oh, well, yeah, Epstein, just not smart enough to do that. He's smart enough to get $500 million and use power and influence to that. Not smart enough to just say, I don't know, put up a hidden camera. I tend to agree. Uh, it, and, you know, especially in cases like uh, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, two, two notorious misogynists. And-, and Prince Andrew, whoever this guy is. I don't know who Prince Andrew is. I probably should look that up. But Yeah, uh, these are people who can literally give Prince you whatever important. you want. Yeah. Now, I don't know that Donald Trump, at this point, it looks like Donald Trump can sort of distance himself reasonably well. But yeah, yeah if you looks- had a video of Donald Trump in a situation like this. Would that be valuable to you? It would be extremely valuable. I would sure like to have one of the governor, the current governor of Florida in a situation like that. I'd have a pardon tomorrow. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I wouldn't worry about getting kicked out of Japan. That's taken (laughs) care of. So, you know, can Trump influence the governor of Florida? Probably. So that would be useful. I'm just saying that if intelligence agencies didn't do this, if the Mossad wasn't doing this, they're a bunch of idiots. And, and you know what I don't think they are? Idiots. A bunch of idiots. I, yeah, you, you've made a compelling case for there being a lot of video. I wish I could make, take all the credit for it, but it's actually a listener who, uh, who, who fleshed it out for me and I, I saw the light. Well, we, we do you, have R. reason Alan. to believe that there is video evidence. And that the FBI was just raiding, I mean, especially of the estate. Uh, one right. of the allegations. FBI just raided today, Little St. Saint J- James Island or whatever. Right. Little St. James. Well, both of them, right? I hadn't heard this. Uh, Greater St. James, I don't think was raided because he hadn't actually gotten around to building, building on, it? on it. Okay. But uh, Little St. James, at the very least, was raided by something like 50 FBI agents. Yeah. Who presumably were there collecting that video either to destroy it or... To use it as evidence right. against this guy who it can no longer be used as evidence against. And, yeah, and this is an important thing to uh, to, to talk about is, is that, okay, so we're willing to believe that a foreign intelligence agency did all this. Now, I ask the listener, because I don't need to look at you guys and ask this question, do you think that there are rogue elements within our own government? And by rogue, I just mean people with their own agendas that aren't, I don't know, exactly in line with your agenda. Now, if you don't believe that the government's agenda is in line uh, with your agenda, you're probably in, like you're insane if you believe the government believes the same things you do. Absolutely, but whatever. There's more than two people in the government, so they have more than two agendas. Well, there was the syphilis test in Georgia on black people, where they didn't actually give people syphilis; they just didn't actually treat them for it, as they were promising. That there was MK Ultra Operation Orwood and all of these other projects undertaken by elements within the government whose interests flagrantly conflicted so do we want uh the fbi the cia the nsa you pick your government agency do we want them having this kind of power and influence over important people around the world sounds crazy 
Let us know what you think. 855-450-3733. That's 855-450-FREE. Hey, everyone. This is Charlie Shrem. You've seen me on the Netflix documentary, Banking on Bitcoin, and the new best-selling book, Bitcoin Billionaires. I want to invite you to join me on my new show, Untold Stories, for a deep dive into crypto history with the people who made that history. Together, we'll explore the personalities and events that gave rise to Bitcoin and the crypto revolution, the innovation, the collaboration, the battles, and the busts. You'll have a front row seat to the early days of crypto up to today, and you'll hear from the folks who lived through it and survived to drive this movement mainstream. Untold Stories looks back to reveal what inspired some of the greatest minds on Earth to come together to create this technology and change the future for everyone. So join me and my guests, the techies and the traders, the entrepreneurs and the innovators, as we explore our past and understand what that means for the future. Listen now on UntoldStories.com. That's UntoldStories.com. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. Give us a call at 855-450-3733. With you tonight, it's Aria, Michael, and Mark. And we've been talking about Jeffrey Epstein. and Because it's such a delicious story. It, it is. And, and it just gets better the more you Chew speculate it. about it. Yeah. Right. Because uh, so much of this is unanswered. So much of it's going to perpetually remain unanswered. Of course, now what we're hearing is that the guards who were overseeing him were tired from working overtime, just perpetually 70 hours a week because the prison system is understaffed. It's just a total fiasco from beginning to end. Going all the way back to his first conviction, everything about Jeffrey Epstein has been a fiasco, in my opinion. He never should have gotten that deal. He never should have been released to continue doing what he was clearly going to continue doing. He was rubbing elbows with the most rich and powerful people in the world. Money buys a lot of people. Clearly it does. And and probably buys a lot of uh, low-paid prison guards. Um, You know, prison guards are tend to be paid pretty low. And this I don't understand because they're constantly complaining about being understaffed. They've been complaining about being understaffed in prisons for decades, decades since the start of the drug war. Yeah, basically since the 80s. If the government wanted to solve the um, problem of the amount of uh, prison guards they have, they could have solved that problem in the last 35 years. Sure. um, I I must presume that the problem they have with staffing is a problem that they want to have and is therefore their fault. So I you know whatever as far as this goes. Secondly, um, you know prison guards being sleepy or whatever. I, yeah, prison guards are known for dozing off. I've sure. seen a few doze off on on the clock. I don't think it happens nearly as often as people might imagine, but nonetheless. Well, how convenient. I mean, we're talking convenience on top of convenience on top of convenience at this point. In order for Jeffrey Epstein's scheme to have worked, he would have essentially needed the security guards to be overworked and to fall asleep. 
Or uh, have them escort him out of the, uh, yeah, the cell into a waiting private jet, which spirit hit him away to some country that would the, take him, you know, to you know, let him be free. I don't know where that country is. Sure. If it's right there in well, the Middle think, East sitting on the Mediterranean, uh, the Eastern Mediterranean, maybe. I don't know. It would certainly have to happen under the radar, I think. But uh, yeah. getting him in a van to, say, Mexico, not beyond the realm of possibility. No, getting, you can do that with a grand. Yeah, I think you could. But you'd have to get the guards in some manner to well, yeah, it starts get getting more expensive when you have to leave a prison. Right. But, and, like, but this guy has no – like putting together the budget for this, it's the unlimited budget, right? right. Okay, so what we need is, is we need to contact uh, you know these three guards or these two guards, uh, have them get this guy out and into the waiting vehicle – uh, we're going to have to pay the waiting vehicle. We need the corner paid off. Uh, you know, the if you're talking about a million dollars a piece, watch? You're, you're still only at 10 people, $10 million. It's nothing for Epstein. If it was 50 people, a million dollars is enough to go live in a South American country like a king for the rest of your life. Yep. And a lot of people are going to be, be able to make that trade. Absolutely. You can trust a lot of people to hold $500 for you. You can trust very few to hold uh, $5 million. Because suddenly people get, uh, you know, they, they start telling lies in order to keep $5 million. Yes, they do. Well, let's see. Let's, over the next few days and weeks, who uh, who among these people, the prison guards, the corner, who actually goes and disappears to a su- South American island? Yeah. Well, well I mean, that'll be the thing. Is that, I mean, we, we don't know the names of the guards as far as I'm we'll aware. We'll never find out. I mean, no. the, the story. They'll had... get transferred to other facilities and they'll just vanish off the face of the earth and nobody will think twice about it. This story didn't have legs until very recently and it's been going on for more than for about 20 years. Trump will say something stupid like video games are causing mass shootings and the entire Internet will drop everything it's doing yep. to start talking about that. Yep. Where I think they failed is they believed one that most Americans would believe that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide. And two... And no one believes it. ...that we would be distracted by all of the mass shootings and things like that that have been going on. Right. It, it is a meme currently. It's, it's a common belief that Americans can't pay attention from one day to another uh, a news item because, well... Uh, there's just so much going on, and Trump is, uh, you know, crazy on the internet, right? Yeah. But he's a master manipulator. I'll agree with you. I don't think Trump. I think Trump wants people paying attention to this Epstein story because that's why he tweeted that stuff. But you know, that's. Bec- I think that 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 is evidence that he is probably not all caught up in this, which makes about half of the population far less interested in this story. The Democratic half. Right. They're like, well, we don't want to catch our guy if we're not going to catch their guy. Yeah. If Trump was still involved with it, there was still any reason to believe that Trump was still involved with Epstein uh, following the early 90s or whenever it was that he supposedly cut off contact with him. We would be hearing about it constantly. So I think it's probably fair to say that Trump had, in fact, severed ties with Epstein. I don't know why. I don't care why. Well, I would think that probably doesn't matter. It doesn't if. If Epstein had a video from the mid-90s of Trump in a compromising situation with a very young lady, that is still something that the Trump administration needs to be very concerned with. So um, I tend to think that there is nothing out that Trump doesn't believe that there's anything out there at the very least. Is he fool enough to believe that he did something on Epstein's plane and there wasn't a video of it? Maybe. Maybe he is. I don't know. 
we're, we're probably but never. I am not fool enough to believe that there were governors, uh, ex-presidents, princes, captains of industry, and whatever on Epstein's plane, and Epstein wasn't taking private video of them. I, I mean, would tend to agree. It's his plane. He can have a pinhole camera on it. Oh, yeah. Not to mention how easy it is to acquire a hidden camera. Or how much is- a guy like that would want one, even when it's just him in the room. I mean, does he want to do this and not catalog this information? I can't imagine he doesn't. Perverts, you know, these these I don't, I don't yeah. molester types would absolutely love that. Yeah, those tapes and those hard drives are out there somewhere. Let's get to the phones. We got Bad Slave calling in. Bad Slave, what's on your mind? Thank you. Quit gabbing and talk to me. <laughs> I uh, didn't realize you were there. Sorry. Uh, the uh, the idea that Epstein does not have, if I end up dead, the whole world is coming down on anybody who's willing to distribute data. Yeah, like a dead man switch. Yeah, dead man switch. That basically. that that is that this this is this is the setup. That's why he got off ten years ago. I I don't know about I don't know if it's that cut and dry. I mean, he's a rich and powerful person, friends with lots of rich and powerful people. They don't necessarily have to have done anything compromising to no, but get involved on behalf in the, of one of their friends. He's in the business of this. I'm certain. Another thing, calling him a friend is is ridiculous. I I don't think that narcissists, uh, uh, sociopaths, uh, psychopaths, uh, I don't think those people have friends. Uh, They have acquaintances. They've got trusted uh, people because they have to see that this data stays safe in the meantime. And, And to imagine that he's not well in the business of doing all of this stuff and making sure that that stuff is ready to go the moment they you know uh, you know that trusted person finds out that he's really dead okay so you're contending that he's not dead i yeah i think you know this is ridiculous there the 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 mainstream media is is calling him dead all the time and 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 you know it's just like uh, you know all the other you know, it's like saying that there wasn't some kind of manipulation of the, you know, 9-11. Of, you know, I don't know about 9-11 and I don't really care, but they should release a picture of Epstein. I, I would absolutely agree. Dead on a slab. Best Slave, thank you so much for the call. If you have thoughts on the subject, give us a call. at number is 855-450-3733. And that's 855-450-FREE as in free talk. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. Give us a call at 855-450-3733. Again, that's 855-450-FREE, as in freedom. With you tonight, it's Aria, Michael, and Mark. And Mark, uh, we're going to finally move on from Epstein because there's only so much speculation that we can actually do before we start kind of running around in circles. Yes, absolutely. 
And I'm willing to run around in circles speculating about Epstein because it's so much fun. But uh, I got an article here from the Electronic Freedom Foundation, which, uh, Michael, you said that you found to be very interesting. And you are... Uh, you know, our resident computer expert. You're the guy who runs Free Talk Live servers I, I or do, something? I do run the servers and yeah. the website and all that. So. And you go to, like, the hacker cons and those kind of eh, things? Sometimes. Sometimes. You've at least been there. And from EFF, the title of this is Google's Sensor Vault Can Tell Police Where You've Been. The EFF stands for Electronic Freedom Fo- uh, Frontier Foundation, and they are... Now, Not what, an organization prone to exaggeration. What is Google Sensor Vault? I, I don't know. I'm going to read this to you. I've read uh, through the article one time, and I'm just like, okay, some of the things that they're talking about, the general uh, broad strokes, seem disturbing. Do you know where you uh, were five years ago? Did you have an Android phone at the time? The answer for me is yes. Yes. It. I basically had a... Uh, Android since I've had a uh, when I stopped having a Palm uh, so I had the Palm uh, I don't remember what it was called Trio mm-hmm. uh, I remember those yep and they were you know they were great but since then I've had Androids because that's what Ian has and he can help me if I have a problem <laughs> you know I've, I've had Android phones too basically since the original Verizon droid back in 10 years ago yeah um, they're talking about just like that it turns out Google might know where you were And it might be telling law enforcement. In a new article, the New York Times details a little-known technique increasingly used by law enforcement to figure out uh, everyone who might have been within a certain geographic area during specific time periods in the past. The technique relies on detailed location data collected by Google from most Android devices, as well as iPhones and iPads that have Google Maps and other apps installed. So the amount of devices that are connected to cell towers that don't have Google Maps is probably lower than the amount of devices that do. It's very, very small. And the amount of people that have smartphones in America is Super 80%. Now, at this point, almost everyone. Right. It's getting to be basically, you know, grandma with her flip phone and <laughs> nine-year-olds don't have uh, a smartphone. That's and about And that's it. only some nine-year-olds. Only some nine-year-olds. Yeah. Um, you know, my son is 11. He doesn't, he wouldn't carry a smartphone if he had one because he wouldn't be allowed to play games on it in times that weren't his designated screen time. So what the hell does he want it for? You know, chit-chat with his other 11-year-old male friends. He doesn't want to do that. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Anyway, going on. Uh, It says here, within a geographic area during specific time periods in the past, the technique relies on detailed location data collected by Google from most Android devices. I'm sorry. This data resides in Google-maintained database called SensorVault. And because Google stores this data indefinitely, SensorVault includes detailed location records involving at least hundreds of millions of devices worldwide dating back nearly a decade. Okay, this is scary. Right, and that's the computer guy saying it's scary, ladies and gentlemen. The data Google is turning over to law enforcement is so precise that one deputy police chief said it shows the whole pattern of life. 
It's collected even when people aren't making calls or using apps, which means it can even um, it can be even more detailed than data generated by cell towers. I'm going to stop for just a moment. So, is it this a form of geofencing? I don't know what that means. Uh, it means surveying an area or searching an entire area rather than a specific person, as laid out in a warrant. Sounds yeah, they're, like they're, it. Yep. Des- they're designating a geographic area and saying, "Give me everything that happened in that area." That it, is highly it, illegal. Well, um, yeah, that sounds a whole lot like the old general warrants from the from the 18th century, which got a whole lot of British people shot and the United States of America created. Well, I don't think the Amer- that the United States of Amer- the citizens of the United States of America have the guts to do anything like that anymore. Uh, I, I mean, they I don't, would agree. Aren't gonna, are, they aren't going to care enough. I don't. I don't think it'll happen. I mean, the phone hasn't started ringing off the hook of people saying, "Let me get straight what you're saying, Mark." Right? Like they're not. Well, they're like, they may not be understanding. So let I'm going to I'm trying to flesh that out right now. Right. So, yeah, you probably haven't committed a burglary in the last 5 years or you haven't murdered someone in a given geographic area or whatever. So you don't have anything to worry about in that that sense. However, let me ask you this. First, Google has this information and they're giving it to law enforcement. And by law enforcement, they mean, you know, Cletus and Jim Bob down at the local, uh, you know, uh, Chickasaw County uh, Sheriff's Department, right? Like nothing law enforcement. Does that mean that they're giving it to intelligence agencies if they ask? Absolutely. Would the intelligence oh, yeah. agents agencies ask for this information? Oh, they, the, the they intelligence agencies have hacked directly they, into the servers. Right. I think that they actually have their own version of Sensor Vault. But I'm just asking questions that ladies and that, that people should be asking. Sure. Okay. So you don't care if the NSA is tracking. That's fine. But again, I go back to the statement that I made previously in this show is, is do you want the United States government or, I don't know, could other governments, British government? Israeli government? Are you telling Any government. me that are you telling me that uh, somehow the Russian government couldn't hack into Google's uh, thing here and get this information? Whatever. Do you want an intelligence agency from any government having this kind of data? Because this is this is the pattern of all humans. This shows where we go and what we do. And do you want them to have it on politicians? Do you want them to have it on uh, captains of industry, judges? If you have this kind of information, you control how important court cases come out. You control which laws are passed and which ones just uh, don't pass by a hair. You control all of us with this data because you control the politicians and the judges and the captains of industry. I don't know if we can extrapolate all of that just from location data, though. Do these people have mistresses? I'm sure some of them do. do some of ha- them do. And do they have Android phones? Would they rather give up, uh, you know, a vote or a ruling in one uh, in one particular area, or get turned over on that int- uh, that mistress to their wife? Fair point. That's all I'm saying yeah. is that you don't need once you have the location data on every U.S. representative, you control the world. You're not wrong. Luckily, uh, for those people out there who want to, you can turn off location history. It's enabled by default, naturally, but you can turn it off. They say that most hidden setting, but yes, you can turn it off. 
I, I'm not just wondering most... whether they can go past that. I mean, you trust Google? No. Okay. 855-450-3733. This 855-450-FREE isn't free talk. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin Cash. Local.bitcoin.com. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control, 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria, Michael, and Mark. And someone in the Discord chat has just asked about Godark, and Mark just gave me an amazing demonstration of it. Mark, you have to tell me about these things. Right. So I found this story probably because of Godark bags, but uh, the story we're reading about Google tracking, basically having tracking information on more or less everybody more or less um, for the last decade. So, you know, you you pick, but lots of people have Android phones. Lots of people have uh, Apple phones with Android apps or Google apps. So specifically Google Maps or something like that. And I would say that that number is probably well more than 50%. And it is probably well more than 50, uh, the number that, that whatever that number is, when you start talking about wealthy people, do wealthy people have smartphones? Yes. Oh, do yes. wealthy people have Google Maps on their smartphone? Yes. So, um, what we're saying here is is that basically they're tracked everywhere, and that, that tracking, whether you are concerned with you being tracked or not, I'm telling you, you need to be concerned because once I have once I have collected, say I'm a a relatively high-level intelligence agent, and I have collected enough data on enough politicians uh, and their mistresses. I don't need them all. Nope. Just need a few. Yep. And but you know, I have their information on their mistresses, and then an important bill comes up. I mean, it's not even that hard. You know, these two phones keep going to the same places. Oh, and this yep. place is a hotel out in Washington, D.C. And look, they stayed there for about Problem two solved. hours and then they part their ways again. Problem solved. Yep. Yep. These two phones keep meeting here or there. Or this phone comes within contact of this phone all the time, you know, and there's no relationship that we know of or whatever. So, yeah, it just isn't going to take much when you're talking about that. When you when you have judges, let's say as an intelligence agency, you need a certain ruling to come down. Well, just contact that judge. Say, hey, I know about uh, that that gay lover you've got. And whammo, bammo, you've got the rulings you need to have. This is why you don't keep secrets, though, about having gay lovers and yes. things like that. This is why you say, hey, everyone, I have a gay lover. It's That is best. <laughs> but we haven't evolved as a society to that yet. Well, right? we have a tranny co-host now. I understand on Free Talk Live, I'm comfortable True. with that, um, but we don't have, uh, you know, yes, it just... Not everyone is comfortable with that. Yeah, yet. we're not there yet. So, 
as uncomfortable as I might be. I'm going to read the article here. More and more people are being, excuse me, the, uh, the live read, are being concerned about the online tracking of our movements and personal data via our mobile phones. Gone are the days when only the bad guys were tracked. Now everyone is being tracked. We have the story right here. We're reading it. Every minute by their mobile phones and tablets. And don't think that putting your phone in airplane mode is going to stop it. In airplane mode, your location history is still recorded by your phone and transmitted later when you reconnect. Michael, I know that you asked me for that information. I don't have it. Ian looked it up. When Ian says something is true and it's on the internet, I believe him because he's good at it. probably there. Okay, yeah. that's fine. But you can check with him. If you want to know how to stop, tra- uh, stop tracking on your phone and prevent your phone from being hacked, you can visit godarkbags.com slash FTL. Are you tired of being treated like a wild animal, tagged and tracked for scientific study so that tech companies can make a fortune off selling your location history? If you value your privacy and want to be absolutely certain your mobile data cannot be hacked or um, it's uh, location tracked, you should get one of the Faraday bags made by GoDarkBags at GoDarkBags.com slash FTL. It's GoDarkBags.com slash FTL. And I've got mine. I brought it here into the studio, and it works. They they work great. You know, in the old days, one, we yeah. would just remove the battery from the phone. That would, that would take care of the whole thing. I don't know if you can remove you batteries. Can't, you can't do that anymore. Phones are just... They're not designed with removable batteries, so you have to do something like this. Right. You could turn it off, but then you're presuming that whoever manufactured that phone doesn't have tracking data enabled on the phone if there's some charge to it. Yeah. You basically have to make your phone run out of battery in order to be relatively confident that you're not being tracked. And I don't want my phone to run out of battery. By the way, it doesn't – according to the the guy who runs GoDarkBags at GoDarkBags.com slash FTL – that there is a um, there's very little energy used while they're in this particular mode uh, in the bag. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I was be, surprised because I thought it's they used connect. A lot. Yeah, it's be, you know connecting to tel- cell towers and Wi-Fi and all of that that you know causes phones to just constantly drain their battery as they're sitting there doing nothing. So when they're looking for a connection, that's not uh, that's, that's just listening. And, okay, and no. the phone is the phone gets no service in there. You put the phone in there, close it up, and as soon as you pop it back open and look at your phone, you'll see it says no service. It doesn't have, it doesn't have a cell signal. Doesn't have Wi-Fi. Doesn't have GPS. Doesn't have anything. So as soon as you open it up, it starts reconnecting to everything. And Mark, in order to demonstrate it to me, had his Bluetooth headset connected to it, handed me the Bluetooth headset, told me to listen, dropped his phone in the bag about a two, two or three seconds later. It heard it clear as day in the headset device disconnected or whatever yeah. it was it said. Yeah, and that is probably because the headset took two or three seconds to tell you. Right. It was already disconnected when it was in the bag. Sure. Just a, a, amazing to experience at first hand the the effectiveness. Yeah, of it. It, it works. It, it does. absolutely does. I, uh, yeah. So the excellent lo- way to keep the government from being able to you know track our location everywhere we go, and this is why I say we already live in a fascist dystopian nightmare. Yeah, all, well, of, all of the information that the Chinese government uses to oppress its citizens, our government has. The only difference is our government acts through these third parties allegedly third-party companies like Google and stuff like that to do the cataloging and the information collection for I them. I like to call those big uh, corporations and companies they act through their shareholders. Sure. Because, you know, the, yeah. gov- the United States government is a corporation, and it isn't owned by you, ladies and gentlemen. If it was, you'd be able to affect change. Can you? No. <laughs> no. Who can affect change? Google. Oh, the people who have the lobbyists. Yeah, sometimes they get, uh, you know, a slap on the wrist here and there. 
But the evidence for them being the shareholders of the government is significantly higher than it is for you being the shareholder of the government. Absolutely. Now, you know, you can rage against that all you want. You can want to take control of whatever power in the government you want to take take control of, but you're then just no better than these corporations. And it's not necessarily just about lobbying and things like that. If you are a multinational multi-billion dollar company and you have the location history of almost everyone in the country you have a lot of power to influence the government yes it's not just the whole uh being able to actually tell representatives hey i know you're cheating on your spouse or whatever but it's the just the fact that you have this information that they desperately want. Right. If Zuckerberg could have got, walked into, uh, you know, imagine Zuckerberg walking into that Senate hearing and saying, gentlemen, we're all just here as a matter of show. Isn't that so? I mean, seriously, gentlemen, I know every one of your mistresses. I know about your offshore bank accounts. I know about your gay lovers. I know what you did last Friday night. And I can give that information to your constituents, to your wives, to whomever I want. So go ahead. Ask me hard questions. I'll sit here and look like a robot in a skin suit. And they'll play it on TV and then we'll all forget about it and go back to the way we're doing things. Wouldn't that be a nice, honest, refreshing change from the crap that we get trotted out all the time? I would love for that to have happened. Uh, I, I, I would love for them to actually be honest once in a right. while. It's a matter of fact, before like I leave this room, each one of you guys is going to crawl over here on your hands and knees and kiss my shoe. <laughs> or you know what's going to happen. tickets to that. I mean, seriously, ladies and gentlemen, if he did that, you know who'd be crawling across the floor. Yeah, it would not be Zuckerberg. No, it would be the Zuckerberg is officials. not at the at the uh, you know at the command of the Senate. <laughs> These people have their own Facebook, and I'm using Zuckerberg because he's a he's a very clear face. I don't think Facebook's as powerful as Google is. No, Google's not significantly nearly. more powerful. Right, absolutely. And, and I don't have that. Google doesn't is wise enough not to have a face. Whereas Facebook certainly does. That's an excellent point. I never really considered the implications of that, but Super sure. genius. 855-450-3733. Do you think the government's keeping up with us like that? Let us know what you think. 855-450-FREE, as in Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever you want. The number is 855-450-FREE as in Free Talk Live. With you tonight, it's Aria. Michael. And Mark. And we've been talking about Google tracking people's location data and the, the, the extreme implications of this and how broad the scope of it really is. When you stop to think about all of the traveling that you do and the fact that Google knows all that. It knows when you go to work. It knows when you get home from work. It knows when you go to the bar. It knows when you go to visit your mistress. It knows. It knows when you're speeding. It certainly does. Yeah, that too. So how long before Google is immediately notifying police that you're traveling five miles per hour over the posted speed limit? 
I think you would see speed limits uh, rise at that point. If they could actually get everybody for speeding, they don't want to get everybody for speeding. They want to be able to pick out, pick you out one out of a thousand times that you speed so that they can you know, throw a t- $200 ticket at you and you have to pay it. They want to sure. make you pay money. They don't want to make the roads safer. I mean, how, who here believes that speed limits are about road safety? Yeah, they never were. I don't think they ever have been. I mean, you know, maybe in a few places. There's there's some places where you need to be something. Yeah, you need to be careful of. But you know, if my commute to work is any evidence, then you know the vast majority of people want to go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. And this isn't just about Google Maps or Waze, which is owned by Google, or any of this other stuff. It's about the actual location feature, the GPS tracking built in. To Android phones, and that can be enabled or disabled, but it's enabled by it default. It actually it speaks to that right here in this article from the Electronic Frontier Foundation. The location data comes from GPS signals, cell phone towers, nearby Wi-Fi devices, and uh, Bluetooth dev- uh, beacons, whatever that is. According to Google, users opt in to collection of the location data stored in Sensor Vault. However, so that means that it, you could be opt you could opt out. Google makes it very hard to resist opting in and many users may not understand that they have done so. This is true. This is true. I I did there is, you can turn this off and I did turn this off I I remember I finally remembered what this is. I turned this off a couple months ago and the next thing I know Google Maps starts asking me questions. Like, because it, it, if you turn this off, certain parts of Google Maps won't work anymore. Mm. And it will All start the more at, reason to use Waze, which is owned by Google. But doesn't use But that. doesn't do this tracking. I found Google Maps to be a more seamless app that Waze has sure. its problems. Um, it definitely and, does. Try and, searching for any address, and like 50% of the time, it's going to say it can't find it. <laughs> okay. Even if you're standing right in front of the address. Yeah, that uh, it can be an issue. And I also you have to believe that Google is choosing to um, honor your opting out of their uh, collection data. Also, at this point, I don't I don't have any reason to believe they're not. I don't have any reason to believe they're not. Other than I went in, I deleted my data. It it appears to be gone. Yep. So uh, what more can I do? Google search history is another thing that they catalog that most people aren't aware of. You can you can go into your Google account and look at your search. You can look at what you were searching for on this day four years ago. Yep. And it's terrifying when you really stop to think about it. This is a company that. Essentially knows all of your interests, knows everything that you've ever been curious about. Where you go, what you do. Yeah. Yeah. They're an extraordinarily powerful organization. And if you're using Google Chrome, who's to say that it's not monitoring what other applications are running on your computer? Um, It could be doing anything. Yeah. I know plenty of applications that do exactly that. Uh, Discord is one of them. It monitors for running processes that it knows are games. It's not beyond the reach of any skilled programmer to monitor Task Manager. It says here also Android devices collect lots of other location data by default, and it's extremely difficult to opt out of that collection. Now, you root your phone, um, Michael, which yes, probably means that you uh, you put another operating system that is not Android's well, it operating is, It is Android, but it's a pure it's a pure Android from source code, and by default, it does not include any Google apps at all. This is Lineage? Lineage OS. Yeah, but the, like the first thing people do when they install... the Google apps yeah. back on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm as guilty as anybody. I use Gmail. I use, um, you know, the, the, the Google Maps. I use these products. Sure, as do I. And... 
I think the first thing we need to understand is what we're using. We firstly need to know what we're giving up. And that's one of the reasons I talk about the go dark bag. At the very least, know what you're doing. And the go dark bag would allow you to opt out of this data collection conveniently and quickly as opposed to and with certainty right as opposed to changing your lifestyle i i, I mean i would say that it's fair to, to fair to say that i've come to count on google maps now now i did one thing back when i first got an android way back in in the day that i think was smart and i think everybody should think about doing is i made a totally new email address just for my phone hmm. and i used that on my phone and i never used it on any anything else except my phones Interesting. Never used it on the computer, never used it in a public uh, internet cafe, if they even still exist. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody somewhere. Country, yeah. But, yeah, I, they, I don't understand what, phone. what was the benefit of doing that. It's completely disconnected from all my other Google activity. The, they don't necessarily know that the email address is you, right? So they're not... Putting to, they're not piecing together the information. So I never use my regular email on the, on the phone. Right. So if your desktop is you, then your phone is a different you. And that you has don't some think value. Google has the capability of piecing those two accounts together? They can if you use them on the same device. I, but think, they I think they can do it anyway. And then, they'll, and then they'll, the next time you log into Google, it'll show both of those emails. I think there's probably enough overlap between the interests of your phone and the interests of your computer, both of which use completely distinct email addresses that I think they probably could connect the two. Maybe, yeah, but they'd have to work at it. It wouldn't the, be the true. easy thing that if the geography certainly is going to give it away because oh, you're, you well. have your phone yeah. sitting next to your computer relatively often. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's true, but it, you're not giving, he's not giving it to them. Right. I have given it to them. I, I, I'm making them work for it. Right. I, I, you know, the, the, the email address I use on my laptop and both laptops and the uh, desktop and the phone is all the same. So they know where I am, when I'm there and how often I'm there. So I guess the question is, what can we do as ordinary people to protect ourselves from these sorts of privacy intrusions? Well, I think the simple thing is to, you know, the simplest of things is to get one of these go dark bags. Yep. Um, it, you can begin to unravel your life from Google, but, but it extends so, so far much beyond harder. that because um, almost everyone listening is going to have Google Chrome installed on their computers. Yep. Get and rid the, of that. And as soon as they search for something, Google is going to know what they're interested in. Yes. It, it may, it's a great first step. You're yeah. absolutely right. But it's not going to... Well, I think that enough. most people don't care about themselves uh, being tracked. I mm, don't true. care if I get tracked because I don't have a mistress. They're tracking us anyway. Right. They're, they're doing their best to track or whatever. So I have given up any concern surrounding that. What my concern is, is that if they're tracking me, they're tracking a lot of other people. They can't dangle anything over my head and get me to say or not say anything on the radio. Right. Like there's never sure. the FBI has never <laughs> ring ring called me up and said, hey, Mark, I need you to not talk about this or to talk about that. Never happened. But, you know, when I think about politicians and judges and these kind of people or maybe Rush some, Limbaugh and the Oxycontin addiction that lasted for like a decade and he never went was, to jail for. Yeah. Now, I don't think that that's 
again, I don't. I, I'm not. I, I'm not I, saying it happened. I'm just saying, yeah, it's it, within the speculate. realm of possibility. It there. He committed felonies, and they could have hung that over his head until he got caught. At which point now, it's not a problem. No one really cares that Rush Limbaugh might have likely committed felonies to gain Oxycontin. Um, you know, so what? Well, <laughs> this is what I'd like to say to our politicians is, is if you're cheating on your wife, if you've you know got offshore bank accounts, if you're doing something that's questionable, just own up to it. Absolutely. We deserve that much, but I don't trust these people to do that. Well, of course not. That's why they're politicians. Right. I mean, if they had the honesty to do that, they would be doing radio shows about how corrupt and useless the government is rather than being part of the government. Look at Jeff Bezos. This guy had all the money in the world and he just said, all right, honey, you take half. And he, you know, it's the largest divorce settlement in history. And wow. he didn't fight her over it. He just said, all right, honey, you can have half. And he gave it to her. Just give it to her. Just Get out of your marriage if you're cheating on your wife. Oh, if you've got some gay lover or whatever. Get out of it. You don't need to. Re- you don't need to be in a marriage. I would agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Enter into a poly relationship or something along whatever. those lines. Live what- honestly. J- yeah, just don't live. You know, lies. Eight five five four fifty free as in free talk live. Again, that's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Let us know what you think. You're not a wild animal, and you shouldn't be tagged and tracked like one. Where you go and what you do every minute of the day, tracked and recorded by your mobile phone, is often more revealing than your browser history. And tech companies make a fortune selling your location history without your consent. Godard bags prevent location tracking and protect your privacy by instantly blocking all cell phone, GPS, and Wi-Fi signals to your mobile device. Plus, they're durable, water-resistant, and built for a lifetime of protection. Visit godardbags.com forward slash FTL. That's godardbags.com forward slash FTL. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. The number is 855-450-3733. Again, that's 855-450-FREE, as in Free Talk Live. With you tonight, it's Aria. Michael. And Mark. And we've been talking about how various internet corporations, such as Google and Facebook, essentially control America. and The world. And yeah, through their control of America, they control the rest of the world. It's horrifying, it's scary, the amount of information that we're placing in the hands. Cell phones, uh, cellular phone technology has proven to be like the ultimate Trojan horse, you know, sold to us on all of these promises about all of these awesome things it could do, which is all proven to be mostly true. But we didn't read the the fine print, the fine print, that and was like, extrapolate oh, from that fine print what it means. Well, you know, they, they didn't start out that way because when cell phones first came out, they didn't have uh, GPS. They didn't have. I mean, caller ID was still brand new, so you might not even have known who was calling. But in the early 2000s, the FCC came along and said every new phone must have a GPS in it, so that 911 calls can figure out where the phone where the phone is. Yep. And that's how they that's how they got their their little nose under the tent. Not good. Yeah. So that's what they do with their nose. They stick it under the tent. <laughs> Seems about right. Yeah. So let's get back into the article that we've been going from. Other than, you know, being terrified of it is 
what what is your general takeaway from it? I, I don't know is the answer. Uh, basically, I'm disturbed and more or less unwilling to change anything about my life all at the same time. You know, I have one of these go dark bags that uh, we advertise here on the air. Then one would say you're not concerned enough. Right. One could, but I'm not changing anything about my behavior either. Right. I mean, you know, I don't. What am I going to? When am I going to slide my phone into my go dark bag? I don't know. I don't have a plan at this point because I'm not going to a mistress's house or anything like that. But you know, if the necessity arises, you have the bag. Right. I've got that much. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not in planning on robbing any banks or anything like that. So I just don't. You know, today, I don't know if I need these things. Well, you but, don't have to rob a bank. Right. You know, you just have to be somewhere in the vicinity as a bank gets robbed. Sure. But would I have known to slide my phone into my bag before the bank robbers run past my vision? Exactly. And the answer is no, I wouldn't, obviously. Anyway, uh, going on with this article here, using a single warrant, often called a geofence or reverse location warrant, police are able to access location data from dozens to hundreds of devices, devices that are linked to real people, many of whom, and perhaps in some cases, all of whom have no tie to criminal activity and have uh, provided no reason for suspicion. The warrants cover geographic areas ranging from single buildings to multiple blocks um, and time periods ranging from a few hours to a week. So, and these wow. people have no idea they their their location that their information has been searched. Right, and this the like the the term warrant in this circumstance is a little slippery. These aren't really warrants because they can't get a warrant for a geographic area to know who was in a geographic area for a week. Not legally. Yeah, not, this is this is not your this is not your standard search warrant. This is more like uh, like I was saying the last hour the the so called general warrants that they issued in the right. colonies where they yes. would. Just issue a warrant for anything they wanted. Right. And one of the reasons for the Revolutionary War. But in this circumstance, you opted into it, or at least did not opt out of Google's tracking. And then Google, like, you know, Google's going to turn over whatever information the law enforcement asks for, and they're not going to they're not going to think about it for a moment. They're not trying to protect your information. So wait a minute, Mark. Do you not do you not even have a privacy right in your information, despite the fact that Google happens to be holding it? You gave it to Google. Well, that's, that's Packet Sniffer yeah. on Discord, which you can find at discord.lrn.fm, has a question for you, Mark. Uh, essentially, you seem to be arguing that the only issue with all of this is for people who commit adultery. Okay. Is that... I am claiming that that is something that comes to mind. I think it's commonplace. And... I would agree. Because, um, you know, the people I'm concerned with, I'll reiterate, politicians, specifically senators, Which, as we discussed during the first hour, are overwhelmingly drawn to that in order to, you know, commit adultery. Right. I think that men that are attracted to power are likely to be... Uh, men that are uh, also attracted to, uh, yeah, they, they part of the trappings of power is sex with more women, and one of the reasons that men have been attracted to power throughout the millennia is so that they can have sex with more women, and 
that's just the sort of creatures that we are. <laughs> no. So I South use... Park did an awesome episode about this, where all of the men of the city pretended to just to be shocked <laughs> that Tiger Woods was using his wealth and fame to sleep with women who weren't his wife. They're like, I don't understand. How could a man be attracted to someone who wasn't his wife? Yes, <laughs> I, I, I think it's, it's hilarious, but that is true. That's what they do all of the time. Um, you know, do I think that marriage is a you know a, a good institution and a tempering force? I'm sure it's the power that I can consider to be the problem and so when judges and politicians are then caught in situations like uh you know adulterous situations which i believe to be common sure then you now have a common situation maybe i'll even go a majority are you saying that do you i mean who 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 here is willing to say that a a minority of politicians in washington dc only a minority are cheating on their wives in some manner or another I wouldn't say that. Right. Okay. So we've uh, people are not willing to go out on a limb and say it is fewer than 50%. All right. Now we have the voting block that we need to get what we want. Because what percentage, 80% of politicians are going to be say, well, okay, um, you know, I'll vote this one way and this one stupid thing to get what, uh, you know, whatever it is that I need to get. Uh, you know, it just, sure. these things happen. And that's why I'm talking about adultery. If packet sniffer has some other ways that uh, politicians could be held, grilled over the fire by intelligence agencies or whomever can, gets access to this information. Google. Um, well, see, I look at it all differently because the reason I close my blinds when I'm having sex is not because I'm doing anything illegal. Nope. It's because I want the privacy. Okay. Right. And the same thing applies with location tracking and all of that. It's not because I'm committing adultery or doing anything illegal. It's because I want the privacy. Yep. I want the privacy, too, but I am not willing to make the trade. I want the apps like Google Maps to work well. I want to be able to use my Google identity on my cell phone. I want to be able to use Google Maps. I want to be able to use these devices. And the privacy that I'm trading, I just make a natural calculus in my mind or whatever. It's an emotional calculus. And that calculus is basically, eh. I guess I don't care enough because I don't want to trade. No. Well, you've you've made that choice, and it was at, at least an informed choice. Most people don't even don't even make the choice; they just go with what whatever. And you know, that's the thing is that people don't are not aware that that they have the choice, and they're not even aware that that there are issues related to making that choice. Right. And maybe this will come and bite me in my butt later in life, but I don't think it will. I think, in fact. That the biggest concern I have is is not that they're tracking me, but that they're tracking politicians and judges. Interesting. So your concern is that this is going to be used by hostile elements, what whoever they may be, foreign or maybe domestic. Maybe it's Google. Maybe it's uh, intelligence agencies. Maybe it's whomever. I don't know. Certainly. Foreign or domestic. I don't know. And I could absolutely understand seeing you know Congress becoming aware of this and passing a law attempting to curtail it or something like that. But I don't see that as being an effective solution either. Well. If they tried to pass a law curtailing that, would Google let them? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The damage is done now, isn't it? Right. I mean, All you they know, have to say, yeah, well, this is you, a it's an you, institution of lawyers who are likely to say something like, well, you've turned over, you've opted into this information and something like that. They may be saying, hey, Google, stop, stop watching us. But they've already been caught in whatever they've been caught in. Excellent so, point. It's already there. You but know, again, this is why you don't live a life of secrecy. 
I, I, I'm with you. I think that that's the single best thing you can do is not live a life of secrecy. But do you trust your politicians to do that? And I think that there's a resounding no, no. going out through the listening audience. I trust the politicians to lie, cheat, and steal. And I, Yep, me too. Yeah, and they'll that, do that. And that's about all I trust them to do. Certainly not being honest or being forthright about their shenanigans. No. 855-450-3733. Let us know what you think. Again, that's 855-450-FREE, as in free. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control, 855-450-3733. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Again, that's 855-450-FREE. With you tonight, it's Aria. Michael. And Mark. And Mark, tell us about My Magic Mud. I love My Magic Mud. My Magic Mud is a black tooth powder. And I know you don't expect tooth powder to be black. But if it had... The ingredients is if it was made black by the ingredients that it had in it that were important for removing stains from your teeth and getting your teeth cleaner than any other product you've ever used. Well, you might m- make a compromise, you know, because you've been socialized your whole life to say that you know, toothpaste should be this color or that color, you know, probably white or maybe some kind of jelly looking thing or whatever. But or three colors <laughs> or three colors. So it's squished together. <laughs> Well, not so in the case is of... Is there a... Time out. Yeah. Is there a, a reason for the multicolor toothpaste? I've never given any thought until you mentioned it just People now. People like colors. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why they do that. Okay. Carry the on. idea is just that each color <laughs> provides something new to the, uh, the arrangement. Well, yeah. Red dye, white dye, and <laughs> right. green. What, green dye. Yeah. So anyway, what the black uh, is from charcoalized coconut shells, and then there's also bentonite clay, which is, you know, a common ingredient in livestock feed for good reason. It keeps animals healthy. This It's pl- clinically proven to whiten teeth, and it certainly will if you use it four times in four days and then once every four to seven days after that. In one tub should last you about six months or so. I haven't been without it for years, gone through many tubs, but... If you use it like that, you'll be very surprised by the results. And as I say here on the air and said it multiple times, if you listen to only one thing I've said on the air, only one thing, get My Magic Mud because it's worth it. You can get it at most major health food stores and Sprouts and Amazon and CVS and Natural Grocers and Walmart Natural Beauty Isle. But if you go to Amazon, excuse me, if you go to if you go to Amazon.com, they want to. They want you to leave a review, so please. But if you go to mymagicmud.com and you can use coupon code FTL twenty, you can get twenty percent off of one of these tubs and try it out. Hear about the thing I've been talking about for years on Free Talk Live. Mymagicmud.com coupon code FTL twenty. Mymagicmud.com FTL twenty. Very cool stuff. It it always amazes me to hear the you know the main ingredients there the. Charcoalized coconut shells right. and night clay, and just to think that it actually works. It actually it, works. It's surprising. Let's get into the phones. We got France calling in from the Virgin Islands. France, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Hi. Good night. Good night. Did you? I just wanted to let you know that you guys just made my night. How so? I mean, it's just. You have me laughing all night. <laughs> Good. You are. You guys are so hilarious, and you're on point. 
with um, a lot of um, the things that you're talking about. You're very, very honest. Yeah, especially that guy. Like that guy that owns, who is it that owns Google? I don't know. Um, these guys are better. Who does it? I, I don't know the name of the person who owns Google. It's mm, not anymore. The search who, who, engine, who, the who subsidiary, is, is owned by Alphabet Inc., and I don't know who oh, no, it's. Facebook, I think he owns Facebook. Oh, oh Facebook. Mark, Zuck, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Zuckerberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys are just so wonderful when you say that, you know, um, you know he, the power, the power of the, um, you know, technology, and, yeah, you know, he can just, they call him in for hearings, and he don't have to really pay attention to them. You know, he can just sit there like a robot with human skin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's an accurate description. Robot yep. with human skin. I saw the the yeah, best the best meme about that was Zuckerberg. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the best meme about Zuckerberg, and uh, it's, it was something like this skin suit itches, and it was just the look on his face, <laughs> the way he looked in that picture. It's like he totally looks like something inhabiting a human skin suit. <laughs> France, so much. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, he does. That's what's does. so creepy about him is that he does look like an android, or I know, whatever I know. the correct sci-fi terminology is. He does not look fully human. And you got to think: Would a fully human person actually do the horrifically immoral things that he's done? Possibly. I mean, uh, yeah, somewhere I think so. along the way, <laughs> there are humans who are that that immoral, that psychopathic. So yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Facebook has done all sorts of shady, immoral things in the last several years. They've manipulated people's timelines to only receive negative views, and all of the that in particular was done in um, working with some college. I think it was UC Berkeley manipulating people's timelines to only see positive information or negative information to see how it affected their moods. Just oh. widespread manipulation of people that's some mengala stuff right there there's no doubt yeah um this is that that's the nazi doctor i I don't know if i would go that far well okay experimenting on human beings without he's not injecting dye into twins eyes from the standpoint (laughs) of what is considered modern uh acceptable psychological testing protocols that stuff is well outside of it that is true how many people when they were you know dousing these people with negative images to see how it affected their mood how many people committed suicide we don't know and we're never going to find out but if it was one is facebook then responsible for it ah yeah i would i would say so if they were doing a mood test to see whether or not negative pictures would raise or lower their moods and they had a reasonable idea their hypothesis was yes (laughs) <laughs> right then, then you would have to presume that facebook has murdered people i mean that's the issue here i mean you you got into it very closely just there which is that you know obviously being told positive things is going to make a person's mood elevated being told negative things is going to lower their mood so there's really no point in such a test this was actually a test for facebook to figure out whether or not it had the power to do this and yes. that's all it was about. And clearly, they do. And they got away with it. I think there was a lawsuit brought against them and the uh, university in question. And some people may have gotten paid. Who knows? I don't remember the details. This was back when I worked at the casinos in Tunica. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. 
but I, it I, certainly I happened. I want to note before we go on that there there is something you can actually do about this type of thing with Facebook. If you uh, use Facebook on your computer, there is an add-on called FB Purity that you can install that will clean up a lot of stuff on Facebook. It will also reset your timeline to chronological order instead of whatever Facebook wants to show you. Now, th- that's an awesome feature. Uh, does it remove the ads yes. from Facebook? Really? It removes the ads. It removes uh, the sponsored links and the and all. And this is all called FB Purity. FB so, Purity. I mean, other or people could just leave Facebook. I have questions about this. Leaving Facebook is hard, <laughs> Michael. Is. I mean, is, that's where the people are. Isn't it immoral, a small level of stealing, to choose to? View Facebook without viewing their ads. It's free content. They can't. They can't offer. It's not it for, free. Con- there's no. As a radio show that is funded by advertisements, no, the content isn't free. If are they you're stealing? Are they stealing the during the commercials? This is, this is no different than going in the other room when the commercials come on. I hear you. Is that stealing? It's. I. I. You should consider that Free Talk Live is funded by its sponsors. I don't. I turn off ad block. I want to hear Michael uh, defend. Do you have a crypto wealth advisor or coach? If so, has your cryptocurrency advisor been investing in technology stocks for over 20 years? Have they left the corporate world and retired? Or are they still trying to make a weekly paycheck? Have they produced six-figure results for their customers in the past 30 days? And very importantly, are they a member of the Digital Currency Council? Seth Maniscalco is the founder of Crypto Wealth Coach and CryptoWealthCoach.com. Seth invested in his first Roth IRA at 19 years old while living abroad and has been investing in Wall Street and technology for over 20 years with experience in all the money markets. By comparison, so many of these so-called crypto gurus have barely been alive for 20 years. Seth has not only experienced personal success from his own investments in crypto, he has also helped his clients earn six and seven figure incomes, including helping investors make over three quarters of a million dollars in EOS in 90 days and 1,225% in only five and a half months with Chainlink. Seth has helped for the small do it yourself guy on up to crypto whales increase your wealth visit cryptowealthcoach.com this is free talk live talk radio that you control give us a call at 855-450-3733 again that's 855-450-free as in free content, as we were discussing a moment ago with you tonight, it's Aria, Michael, and Mark. And that seems to be the thing here is that so many of these websites, these companies, these content providers of whatever description are offering their content up at what they call free content. It's free to watch a YouTube video. It's free to use Facebook. And it is monetarily free for the end user yeah it's it's free for you the viewer but it, it does have to get paid for somehow there's no such thing as a free lunch i mean come on the, the money for the money to run youtube has to come from somewhere yeah and it comes from those advertisers who pay those that who paid to put those ads in front of your eyeballs let's go to the phones we got robbie calling from henderson nevada robbie you're on free talk live hi hi What's on your mind? Sorry, it's you in the mirror. You shouldn't make fun of people's looks. I'm sorry, one more time? Do you own a mirror? I do own a mirror. 
You shouldn't make fun of anybody on Earth's looks. Anybody. Who's looks the ugliest human being I've ever seen. That's God's honest truth. Well, thanks that's, for the effort. That's wit. Drop yeah, him. I did. Yeah. A for effort, though? Uh, voice, though. Yeah. Reasonably well. Yeah. yeah, well. Oh, well. He didn't make it. So, what a waste of time. He sat on hold for a while to do that, too. Oh, well, there you go. Poor guy. So He called my uh, cell phone today from a uh, hotel in Las Vegas and uh, threatened to shoot me in the back of the head. Real nice guy. What time of day did he do this? Uh, like four, maybe. Okay, so you didn't Three. like wake up to somebody calling and... No, I mean, generally I... I you know, I only take calls where from where I know, but I, you know, for whatever reason, took that call. That's and, unfortunate. Yeah, you know, that's the way it goes. So free content. Um, obviously, uh, it's not free for the company to offer the content, but they do present it as free. That was one of the things that made YouTube so popular in the early days was that the content for the consumer was purportedly free. I've seen a lot of websites who use who run ads and things like that talking about how, oh, no, if you use an ad block, you're stealing from us. And I feel like they're misguided. You don't get to offer content to people for free and then complain that they're somehow stealing it. Because they're not watching the ads. I mean, this is like TV. You're watching a TV show and a commercial comes on. You can, in the old days, you would have to walk into the kitchen. And these days we have ad blockers. Right. And I mean, I guess, you know, and, and it's a common thing with radio is what they call punch out, especially with music radio. So what this phenomenon is, is you're, you're listening to your Aria. I don't know what you listen to, but, uh, you know, some version of modern uh, rock, modern pop uh, that you're listening to. And then the, the ads come on and there's a block of four minutes of ads. You punch out. Of that station, you, you go to, to another station. The other station is how you like like to listen isn't to. Isn't this why stations tend to you know put their ads at the same time so that people can't do that? Yeah, that's one of the things that they do. But a lot of stations listen to the other stations so that they put their ads at different times um, than them. This is the reason that stations group ads together. So if they were to do like, why would a music station not put one what, thir- what, thirty what are second these music ad? Stations you're talking about. We listen to Spotify because we don't have to listen to ads in that case. Americans, if you're paying for it, ninety three percent. Well, you can also get the pirated version where you still don't have to listen to them. Ninety three percent of this. Yeah, there is a pirated version of Spotify on the Pirate Bay. I have to defend radio now. Ninety three percent of Americans listen to radio every week. Yeah, talk so, radio, sure, well, but music radio. Talk just, radio is number one or number two generally. Just and, use Spotify. But that means that a majority of Americans are listening to. Uh, music on the radio well they should get spotify uh, they maybe they should <laughs> maybe, however yeah, maybe. i don't listen to i don't have a spotify account because i'm probably just too old to care um and hey, that's i have one that's the case for some uh, you're you're probably about the same age as i am anyway i don't care enough i listen to talk radio most of the time and talk sure. listeners listen through ads whereas radio or uh, music listeners do generally do not there's much more of a uh, punch out problem when it comes to music and i'm simply talking about the phenomenon of punch out right. which is that people go from the station that they like best to the station they like second best in order to avoid the commercials on the station they like best like channel surfing when the show you're watching goes to commercial yep yeah or the same thing so what if people just minimize their browser window rather than using an ad blocker or what if they just Deliberately choose not to look at the ad. These are some good questions. Is that 
ads. I don't generally look at the ads that are coming down. Sometimes I see them, but I don't turn I turn off my ad blockers so that I will see the ads. And a lot of times consider that these companies are getting very good at delivering you advertisements that you want to see too by by tracking people yes, yes, without their are. knowledge of yes, it for the most they part yes they are it's it's like minority uh, report or whatever it was um, yeah. that where they were you know tracking you and finding out but they do know what i want to see and this is this is where a large portion of the tracking on the on the internet comes from is from the ad networks so yeah, like adsense google mm-hmm. words i think is yeah, another it, one if you're seeing those ads that you are being tracked Yep, I think it's pretty clear. I think that they hear, they listen through my phone and to the things I'm talking about, and then you listen for keywords and use that. I I would not be terribly surprised because there have been some times where I was like, you know, just said it loud, said aloud. Oh, I, I I really need to buy this thing, and then I end up going onto Facebook or Google or something like that. And, oh, look, here's an ad for this exact thing. So I'm not afraid of ads. I guess first, I'm not upset by ads ads don't bother me i in fact would like to have an advertisement for something that is directly targeted at me because it's probably something i want something you're actually interested in i would agree that the ads don't bother me but i don't want companies having all of that information about my interests in the same way that i don't want google having all of that information about my location yes right and i don't want them to have that that information about my interests which is a lot easier to mitigate and prevent than is keeping them from having your location history and all of that other stuff that we were talking about earlier. It's a lot easier to keep them from finding out your interests. And why is it bad for companies to know your interests? Because they probably don't say, Aria likes whatever it is that you like on the internet. God knows, skirts. Um, You know, (laughs) just they don't know who you are. They're just saying this user, 5974345667211, likes skirts, right? And that's all. Sure, but if somebody wanted to lure me out into a position where I was unsafe, they would offer something like, oh, look, here's a free ticket just for you. All you have. And, so, in case what? And um, you can go see Tool and in this moment play together live or whatever, right? So, this they're going to lure you out for a hit? And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, asking, I'm just speculating. Not I, me personally, but I don't want them to even have the capability. I mean, why okay. would they, first of all? But I don't. I want, don't know why they would. I don't That's, want anyone I, having that level of information about what I'm into unless they're sleeping with me. Good point. Okay. And I guess in a manner of, se- of speaking, these companies are sleeping with the consumers without informing them of it. And they I, certainly know them well. And that's where my issue with it comes yeah, it's in. A, it's a very intimate one-way relationship. Yes, indeed. They and, know a lot about your profile i don't think necessarily you but your profile and most people have no idea it's happening right and this is what allows them to in case you want to know whether google um you know has managed to find your face you probably uploaded it to them so that they could so that your icon would be the what you wanted to be yeah you took selfies yeah i mean china is using their own facial recognition systems uh to monitor their government to their citizens so is the united states we would we the American people, we gave ours directly to Facebook. Yeah, and if you Google. want to see where this is going, just read the headlines out of China. I mean, that's, that's right. where we're going in five years. China is probably a more despotic government than the United States, but only that, only means, that only means that the U.S. is going to be more surreptitious in implementing the programs the Chinese government has. Yeah. Because people in power always want this kind of information. Yeah. And the U.S. government will just go through Facebook and through Google and through Amazon to They've find got out yeah, this information. Google, like they said here, they're giving information that would normally be reserved for a warrant. They're just giving it to law enforcement agencies. Why? Because you gave it to them. 
Does that scare you? I think it should scare you. Let me know whether or not you think it's a problem. 855-450-3733. Again, that's 855-450-3733. Or use the Discord call-in line, which you can find at discord.lr. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-3733. If you're quick, you can still get into the show. It is the final segment, but we love our callers. So 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. Michael. And Mark. And Mark, uh, the silver, uh, the amplifier this week is actually a platinum amplifier. Right. It's Jared Porcupine. Jaded Porcupine. Jaded Jaded Porcupine. Oh, terribly sorry about that, Jaded and Jared, whoever you might be. Um, <laughs> go to amp.freetalklive.com if you want to uh, be like Jaded Porcupine and support Free Talk Live and its mission of bringing the ideas of liberty to people around the world and the opportunity to speak freely to those that don't get on the air and threaten hosts. It's amp.freetalklive.com. That's A-M-P, amp.freetalklive.com. So before we get into the story uh, about local.bitcoin.com being blocked in China and Russia, let's get to the phone. Someone has a question for Mark. That would be David calling from New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jared, Jared, Mark says that good for good reason. Uh, Jared doesn't pork uh, pines. Jared porks like uh, Epstein young girls. There you go, Jared. My yeah. uh, my apologies to all the listeners named Jared in the audience who don't have sex only, with underage girls. Do you mean Subway Jared? I'm only, I'm only talking about I'm only talking about Subway Jared. Yeah. Oh, that's Subway Jared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's probably yeah. uh, finding the porcupines of his own at this point. Yeah, that's the ticket. See, I need I need I need to get one of those uh, go dirt bags uh, that you guys are promoting. <laughs> you can carry dirt in, in just about any bag, but this is the go dark bag. Oh, I thought it was some repellent to get rid of dirt bags. <laughs> well, that's kind of funny. Unfortunately, not. You can, the, however, um, block cell phone signals from actually reaching your phone, which is an awesome feature. And even just a few feet away from it, it will completely block out the Bluetooth signal to your headset or whatever. It's a fascinating yeah, yeah, little bag. A, ham- a hammer will do the same thing. That's true, but you can't then piece your phone back together and continue to, you know, texting people or whatever people do with their phones these days, other than make calls. Well, I wasn't going to do it to wasn't going to do it to my phone. So you had a question for Mark? Yeah, I'm, uh, Mark's mistress. Mark, Mark was talking about the he mistresses a lot tonight, and so I wanted Mark to compare and contrast the the uh, older model uh, in civilization of. Uh, instead of uh, marriage for love, that marriage was a relation, a business relationship. And then what you did for your social life uh, for love was a mistress. And it was, that was the normal uh, expectation. And so when you got married to someone, it was known that you're getting married because you need heirs and you need a partner to, to make those error errors, <laughs> errors as well. And, um, and, and that was known up front, and both the man and the woman would then have their social romantic relationships with other people. 
and and that's that was the normal situation. And well, then I think it's normal for that, sort that of changed. nobility and that sort of thing. I mean, these are the only people that we really have good records on anyway. There's very little written about As the I average person. That the common person has always gotten married primarily for love. And not other factors. Maybe that's. I. I don't have any. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't. Wouldn't propose one way or the other. I would imagine that. Uh, but I would say this is that. You know, women likely were. It wasn't just entertainment uh, for sex. They were probably trying to move up social ladders or whatever, right? So you would need to have a social ladder for them to to roam up. And normal guys like me don't have that social ladder. Where where are they going to? What are they going to get out of it? And the answer is nothing. So then you got to open up the the, the checkbook, and that's a, a different situation for the normal guy. Interesting. Yeah, I would agree that there. I would agree that the, that uh, it was that was more common uh, as wealth was at a higher level. However, I believe that the entrance point to that kind of a life was uh, not all that high. I think that you know the equivalent of a small business owner, someone who owned, for instance, a, a store uh, or a, a little manufacturing shop that made whatever it is yeah. that they needed. You know, they had a silver yeah. shop or whatever. I'll go for that. You know, and. and I think that's where it started when you when when you went below that, you know, to the peasantry level, you know, below a small business owner, then I think that it was, you know, you weren't so likely to find the I, I've seen the claims business. that uh 85% of Americans lived in poverty in 1715 or something like that. And yeah. um that means that, you know, at that point your body when you're willing to sell your body to for a coal mine for you know being a sailor on a ship being you know a variety of those things you know sex cheap at that point i mean it's it's not much you're talking about uh, you know 45 minutes of her time or whatever and you know no biggie so yeah i would agree with you that shopkeepers and and uh, you know small time manufacturers and those sorts of things could certainly parlay um, you know sexual favors into i don't know getting off work early or something yeah, when I, I let me be clear. Also, when when I say a mistress, I don't necessarily mean a woman that you're paying to be your mistress, because the the, the women were doing it for the same reason. They they were having a boyfriend on the side because they enjoyed the company. Yeah. So it it, it was a mutual thing. It was a mistress wasn't a prostitute. A mistress a mistress in those in that sense was not somebody that the man was buying her paying her apartment. You know, she wasn't a kept woman. She was some other man's wife. There have been many, many duels, and we can find out what those duels are about. And in many cases, those duels were about mistresses and, you know, if the husband feels offended or something. So it's a really dicey line. You know, yes, what you're saying is true, but... I imagine people did a, as darn good of a job as they possibly could to keep it as secret as they could. I, I don't. I don't think so. I think it was a it was a public known thing uh, to a fair degree, to a to a high degree. Actually, you know, if you if you want it, the ideal model is to picture ancient Rome. Okay. That's the easiest one sure. to find examples from. And I and I don't think that in 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 that model that it was secret. Well, the the Roman wives were 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 supposed to be chaste, uh, you know, were supposed to be uh, have fidelity to their husbands and these sorts of things, and they would have been they would have taken a big social hit had they uh, been caught or whatever. 
as I, as I understand my Roman history, not to say that I'm, you know, by any means the best here. And obviously, if these guys are sleeping around, they're sleeping around with somebody. Yeah, well, I would I would say that if if Roman wives were supposed to be chaste, that there was a lot of wink, wink, nod, nod going on. Well, I mean, that's that always been the case. I mean, and, it, and it's not just for that. It's just sex in general. People weren't supposed to have premarital sex, but it's always happened. It's yeah. just wink, wink, you know? Yeah. Well, David, so, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. We got to move on because there's one quick thing I have to go over because it just fascinates me endlessly, which is that uh, Russia and China both have banned local.bitcoin.com. Which Why is, is that? Um, they, <laughs> Why it's they China and Russia. Can? They didn't say. They just okay. did it, which uh, is interesting, and, and it sucks for local.bitcoin.com. You know, it, it certainly does. Uh, they're two do- big markets. They're doing a enormous and awesome thing. Can't they just use VPNs? I, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Maybe well, in Russia, ish. probably China's got... China's a lot harder. China's a lot harder because they've got the Great Firewall, and they can pretty much block VPNs at will and do. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, the only site I found about this, apparently Roger Ver posted about it on Reddit, talking about how it was banned in China and Russia, and other cryptocurrency news sites took it and ran with it. This one in particular, America Crypto Association, doesn't know the difference between local.bitcoin.com and localbitcoins.com. So they just immediately start talking about how local.bitcoin.com was banned in China and Russia or blocked in China and Russia, and then immediately start talking about localbitcoins.com, which is an entirely different site selling and buying an entirely different cryptocurrency. So it's just a dot that is the difference though, right? And an S. Okay. Yes. Uh, That's why I would prefer, you know, for local.bitcoin.com to have taken the moniker exchange.bitcoin.com. But of course, they're opening an exchange soon as well. So that's going to be what exchange.bitcoin actually is. I definitely agree that it probably wasn't. It's not the best URL out there. But the other site, they're not. Sometimes there's value in getting a site close to somebody else's. I don't know if that's the case in this circumstance or not. I don't either. I just know that local.bitcoin.com is an amazing site. It's doing amazing stuff. And I hope that the people of Russia and China find ways around this. There's always a way. That's true. There definitely always is. But they've been blocked in China and Russia, and that sucks. We'll be back this time tomorrow, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard, 855-450. This is Eastern Daylight right now. Business owners, you want more customers? Accept cryptocurrencies. There's people all around you just waiting to spend money at your store. If only you would take it. I know, you've been waiting till someone else makes it easy. Well, good news. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com adds Bitcoin to your point of sale, totally free. Use the same equipment you already have, now with Bitcoin. And unlike credit cards, there's no fees. Let the guys at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com bring new customers to your store. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com